everybody. Welcome. It's Hawkeye Talk with Jimmy Hawk, Season 2, Episode 52. This episode is titled, Iowa Beats Nebraska in Lincoln. The Hawkeyes got it done on Friday night, and it was a late 8 p.m. game. Lincoln, Nebraska at Pinnacle Bank Arena. It's a place kind of of nightmares for the Hawkeyes. It has not been good to the Hawkeyes of late. I remember about five years ago, it was a double overtime loss for Iowa. There have been some fluke losses in recent years. I was there in 2019. The Hawkeyes gave up a a nine-point lead and lost in overtime. Just an amazing thing. The Hawkeyes were making their free throws at the end of the game, too, but Nebraska kept hitting threes, just couldn't miss. Iowa had an ill-advised foul late in the game to give the Huskers two points, and boy, Nebraska pulled it out in overtime. And then the very next year, 2020, Iowa shot four of 33 from three-point range, 12%. Ended up losing just 76 to 70, but you can't shoot that poorly from three. At some point, you got to stop shooting threes, I guess, if you're shooting that poorly. But Jabo was out with surgery. C.J. Frederick was out injured. That was the year, I mean, when those two guys were out, the Hawkeyes were really shorthanded. You know, there was a short bench, and the great Ryan Creener, he was 0 of 3 from 3. Garza, 0 of 4. Joe Toussaint was 0 of 5 from 3. And Joe Wieskamp, I mean, sharpshooting Joe Wieskamp was 1 of 10 from 3 in this game. Connor McCaffrey was 3 of 7. He made 3 of the of the 4 Three-pointers for the Hawkeyes in this game. Pemsel even tried one that clanged off the rim. And Bakari Evelyn, 0 of 3 from long range in this game. What a mess. So I'm a bit gun-shy when the Hawkeyes visit Nebraska to play basketball. But they were able to pull this one out. And the Huskers dropped to 1-16 and 16 in the league. 7 of 21 overall. New athletic director for Nebraska, Trev Alberts. He gave the, the really inept... Fred Hoiberg, another year to try to turn it around. A lower salary, lower buyout at the end of next season. Same thing he did with Scott Frost. So Nebraska has two coaches in in major revenue sports. Just really with a lame duck year before Alberts fires them. And then he'll be able to bring his own guys in for these coaching positions. But that would be so rough to be a Nebraska fan, knowing that that your teams are going to stink again for another year. And then after that, it's new coaches who are going to have to try to rebuild those programs. Well, the Hawkeyes weren't without some ugly moments on Friday night. They had two turnovers in the first minute of the game. Patrick McCaffrey lost the ball both times. Overall, the Hawkeyes had a little trouble handling the ball in this game, most in that first half, some unforced errors. And Keegan Murray, Chris Murray, really struggled in the first half, and someone needed to step up. It was Tony Perkins. He hit a three in that first half, had five points. He was really magnificent this whole game. Connor McCaffrey hit three threes in the first half. Patrick hit a couple also, and what an end to that first half. Nice assist from Jordan Bohannon to Philip Rabracha. He made a nice move to the basket, laid it in just before the buzzer. When Nebraska was hot in that first half, they shot 52% from the field. They were four of nine from three. 44%. Iowa just 43% from the field, but with the McCaffrey brothers hitting threes, plus one from Tony Perkins, the Hawkeyes were 6 of 13 from three, 46%. Hawkeyes out-rebounded Nebraska 17 to 14. Five offensive rebounds to two for Nebraska. Remember how important 
rebounding has been for this team this year. Seven turnovers for the Hawkeyes at halftime, uncharacteristic for them. They're averaging eight per game in the Big Ten, just under nine for the season. So that was a concern at the break. Keegan Murray, I mentioned he struggled. He was one of six from the field, 0 of two from three, six rebounds, one assist. Patty Mack had eight points with the two threes. Dobracha, six. Perkins, five. J-Bo, just one two-point jumper at half. And then Euless had two. And Connor McCaffrey, as I mentioned, three of three from deep, had nine points. He's now shooting 35.7% from three on the season. That's the best. If he continues this, that's, that's the best he's shot from long range in his career at Iowa. He started this season 4 of 25 from 3. He's 11 of 17 since that rough start. He's hit his last six attempts. He's playing the fewest minutes of his career, just 15, uh, just over 15 minutes per game. Last year, he shot 28% from 3, really struggled, 34% as a sophomore, and just 21% as a freshman. Great to see Connor giving the Hawkeyes another scoring option. If this continues, what a weapon he could be as the Hawkeyes close out the season and get ready for postseason play. The second half was Tony Perkins' time to shine. He scored nine points in the first eight minutes of the second half, including seven in a row, and led the Hawkeyes to a 58-51 lead. The Murray brothers got going in that second half, and the Hawkeyes had an 11-0 run. Chris Murray had seven points during that flurry, and that got the Hawkeyes' lead up to 13 points. Nebraska shot over 50% for the first time in Big Ten play this season against the Hawkeyes, but they still lost by 10 points. They were 52% shooting from the field, 44% from three with eight made three-pointers. So a good night shooting for the Huskers. The Hawkeyes shot 50% with that big second half, 41% from three with nine total three-pointers. Iowa made five more free throws than Nebraska, only converted on 17 of 24, while Nebraska made 12 of 15. And the Hawkeyes out-rebounded Nebraska 35 to 29. Iowa's now 17-0 when out-rebounding opponents. And six offensive rebounds for the Huskers, 12 for the Hawkeyes. That was really key in this game. Keegan Murray with four, Rebracha with three. Both teams ended with 10 turnovers, so the Hawkeyes pared down those mistakes in the second half after having seven in that first half. Keegan Murray, after that rough first half, ended up with a solid game, 6 of 13, 15 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists. He did struggle from the free throw line in this game. And then Tony Perkins, boy, it was his coming out party. He was 8 of 10 shooting. 20 points, a new career high, 2 of 2 from 3, and he had been struggling mightily from 3 this season. He was all over the court. If he can do just some of those things, I mean, he's a good player, but he just looked like a totally different guy out there, and if he can step up his game at this point in the season with the postseason coming, it would be just huge and just so fun to see different guys step up and take over when they're needed. He had five rebounds, really scrappy player out there, and I think he's becoming a fan favorite. Jordan Bohannon, just one of five from three, but he did have four rebounds, four assists, and really nice assists in this game. One to the Robracha I talked about, and then one to Keegan Murray for a dunk. Just he, he's, he's looking more comfortable playing the point. And 
he made a lot of free throws in this one and scored 12 points. Patrick McCaffrey, a couple early turnovers, but then he ended up with uh, 10 points on four of nine shooting from the field, two of five from three. Six points, three rebounds for Robracha. I think he really gets some unnecessary criticism. I don't know. Fans seem to, I don't know what's going on there, but he only averages 21 minutes a game. Uh, he averages six points, six rebounds. If he played closer to 32 minutes a game, he'd probably be you know, close to double figures in both of those categories. He's shooting almost 55% from the field. Uh, he's, he, can, he can finish around the basket. I thought he was going to be a little bit more athletic than he is, but he scraps in there. And, you know, I think <laughs> with Keegan Murray going away, we're going to need him to play a lot of minutes next year. And uh, he's getting some good experience in the Big Ten and, and learning the ropes this season. Well, Chris Murray... 20 minutes, he went 5 of 10, that big second half, and 1 of 4 from 3, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 12 points. Sanford, Euless, and Tucson played between 4 and 7 minutes in this game, mostly because Tony Perkins was playing so well, and he played 27 minutes. As well as Connor McCaffrey, he was 3 of 3 from 3, had 11 points. Nebraska went from not guarding him to really challenging him and even fouling him once when he was shooting a three. So they're really trying to contest his shot now. And whatever switch he flipped, if this continues, it's just huge for the Hawkeyes going into the postseason. He was rewarded with 23 minutes after averaging just 15 this season. It is crazy. When you think back and the Hawkeyes were four and six in the conference after that disappointing double overtime loss on the road to Penn State. Now, after winning six of seven games, the Hawkeyes are 10-7 and seven in the conference, 20-8 and eight overall on the season. The Hawkeyes are in fifth place, tied with Michigan State after the Spartans upset Purdue on Saturday to remain 10-7 and seven in the league. Wisconsin sits alone at the top now. At 13 and 4, Purdue dropped to 13 and 5. Up next is Northwestern Monday night. The Hawkeyes just need to take care of business. And, you know, all the games now are to help that seed in the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament. Well, four straight 20 win seasons for the Hawkeyes. Now let's see these Hawks keep building on it, building that resume, get to win number 21 against Northwestern on Monday. Good job beating the Huskers. Now, let's beat the Wildcats. Go Hawks!